Hey there, welcome to Healthish, your daily podcast from body and soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. Emma McEwen is quite simply a superstar. Her total career haul of 11 Olympic medals following the 2020 Olympic Games has made her Australia's most decorated Olympian. So how does she mentally tackle challenges and emotions, setbacks, and how does she curb her inner critic? Well, she shares all. I caught up with her via Zoom from her home on the Gold Coast. Now, if you like what you hear from Emma, and I know you will, you must listen to my chat with her on Extra Healthy-ish, where she shares what it takes to mentally win at sport and life. You can catch that wherever you get your podcasts. Emma, it's it's a joy to have you on the uh, podcast today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. What's happening with you at the moment? Where are you up to in the whole swimming side of things? Um, well, I'm right back into training and competing now. Um, we just had our world championship trials down in Melbourne last week. So I made the world championship team. And so we go away in about two weeks to compete at Worlds, which is in Japan. Um, so yeah, I'm right back into the competing and stuff. And I had a really good break after Tokyo, which was definitely much needed. And I've kind of taken it like I've still been in the water after my big break after that, but then um, kind of taken it a bit slower, just knowing I wanted to really go through to Paris and really get, give that a really good shot. So it's kind of been a slow progression since then. Um, but now being almost a year out, I'm pretty much right back into it. Yeah. Do you have to kind of mentally shift gears in some ways, you know, coming out of, well, this the humongous success you had at the Olympics last time into rest and then, okay, here we go again? Definitely. It's a huge mental roller coaster, really, um, because you've got the big build up and also with it being COVID in the lead up to those Olympics. And that was like a five year um, gap as well. So it was just so much longer. Um, and then the postponement and just having so many different obstacles thrown in the way. Um, it definitely, that took a huge toll. And I think even now, like a lot of athletes are still taking breaks every now and then, I think because of the toll that that did take. Yeah. Um, so, and then going into the Olympics and either having, well, for me, I had a really big high and achieved more than I ever, you know, had in mind really. Um, and then coming back from that and you go into quarantine for two weeks and then I went into lockdown with my family. So it was like a huge, something I hadn't ever experienced um, and emotions that I wasn't prepared for as well. Um, so I definitely had to, I'm glad I took, I took three months off and did nothing. Um, so I really needed that. Um, but even through that time, it, you, it, it's really hard to like switch off mm. as well. Um, so it took me a long time, but then, and then getting back into it, like it's all just, even I'm 29 in the sport and I'm still experiencing all new kinds of emotions and new obstacles and things like that. So, I mean, it keeps it interesting, but it's also a lot to adjust to. How do you adjust? I mean, how do you work through your emotions and then, you know, now you, you're going into competition mode and how do you mentally prepare for that? I guess learning from the past, um, talking to people, being open with people. And, you know, I've got such a good support network around me with my coach and my family and 
um, everyone, everyone that I've got around me is awesome. Um, so I'm really lucky for that. And they just kind of help me through it all. And I guess it's just being patient with myself and, um, I guess knowing that I'm going to experience different emotions and different feelings and motivation that might go up and down and questioning whether I want to keep going or not, all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess just realizing that it's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you push past those negative emotions? I mean, especially doing race time. I mean, we all have that inner critic and you can get in that feedback loop. How do you deal with that and go, okay, this is where I'm at. Now I need to move on and not think about that and move forward. Um, I'm definitely someone like my inner critic is very loud and it always has been. Um, and I think that's probably from growing up in sport, I'd say, and growing up in swimming, uh, where it's like, it's quite a perfectionist sport, I think, because there's the, um, the technical side of things. And then it's the speed side of things where races come down to milliseconds and the difference between a good race and a bad race is like 0.02. Wow. Or like um, even in training, whether you've had a good or bad session, um, I could always be quite critical of myself if I'm like half a second off my times per 50 or something like that. So <laughs> oh my goodness. It's nuts really. Nuts. Um, I know. I'm sorry I shouldn't laugh, but it's just I can't even get my head it, around that. <laughs> well, even when I'm saying it, like it is nuts. Um, but I think, yeah, over time I've kind of just learned how to quieten that inner critic a little bit uh, because – it's definitely part of what makes me good at what I do is having that, uh, like, I guess being, being hard on myself, but Mm. at times and throughout my career, being too hard on myself has made me completely lose enjoyment for it and just put too much pressure on myself. So I've had to learn to just quieten a bit. And one thing I do is for every single session I do, I've got something I'm focusing on to get better. And then I've always got something that I did well in the session and something I need to improve on. So it kind of turns that critic side into a bit more constructive feedback to myself. And then it's always got something I did well. So it's something positive out of it as well. And that's definitely helped me over the years. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. And what about, I mean, Cody's influence on your career and self-belief, has that helped you? I mean, having two swimmers in the household must be very helpful on the mind. Oh, it's definitely helpful getting up early every morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but I mean, Cody, he's like, even though he did swimming when he was young, um, you know, he had a 10 year break from it. So he's very new to it all. So he's so enthusiastic and motivated and he works so hard and he's, you know, he's got these big goals that he really wants to achieve and he's just like relentless on trying to make that happen. So for me, I guess being, um, having done it for so long, it's really good to be around Yeah, I bet. and really just positive. So yeah, mm. it's definitely very helpful. Yeah, I bet. Now you're an ambassador for Cedarville's new campaign. How do you face the world every morning? I mean, you, you're up early swimming. What do you do when you first get up? What goes through your head? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, well, actually Cedarville's the face the world campaign is about getting up every day when you don't feel like it, when you've got doubts, 
when you've maybe had setbacks, things like that. And it's about just getting up and facing the world and going after your goals anyway. And so for me, there's definitely mornings where I really don't want to get out of bed and I do feel that way. Uh, so it's just, you know, I just remind myself of my goals and why I want, why I want to do what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and just get up anyway and just find something good in the morning, whether it's like for me, I have a coffee machine and I make my coffee. And sometimes knowing I'm about to do that is, is what gets me out of bed sometimes. Oh, coffee always does the trick. Emma, it was lovely to have yeah. you on Healthy-ish. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I hope you found that chat with Emma as inspiring as I did. What an amazing woman. Well, if you do want more from her, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish, also a must-listen episode. If you want more from us, bodyandsoul.com.au is the place to go. Follow us on social media. You can rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and share this app with a friend, someone who needs, well, a bit of inspiration in their day. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.